Welcome. I'm Lauren Rosen, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Kelly Frankie, licensed marriage and family therapist. And this is Purely OCD. Kelly and I are OCD specialists who happen to also be in recovery from OCD ourselves. Each week we meet to talk about all things OCD, one topic at a time. You may notice we try to bring a little levity and humor to our discussion around this deeply painful disorder, as this has been a very powerful tool for our own recovery as well as our clients. We tend to cover obsessions, compulsions, and exposures. There's also a Q&A at the end. If you would like, you can join us in the future. We meet on Mondays at 12.30 Pacific time on Instagram Live. And if you do find this podcast helpful, please leave us a review so we can gain more visibility to reach more people like yourself and help spread awareness of what it's like to live with OCD. Quick reminder, this is not intended as therapy or as a replacement for therapy. This is for educational purposes only. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. So obsessing on recovery, part two. Um, Yes, part two. Should we just dive right into questions or what do we think? Yeah. I, uh, for those of you who weren't with us last week, we talked about obsessing about recovery, including obsessing on obsessing, obsessing about compulsions, uh, obsessing about whether or not you actually have OCD, et cetera. And so, oh, and we covered the two-tailed spike, which I meant to look up, but then forgot to. So is it two-tailed spike or two-tailed spin? Spike, I think. Oh, Okay. Damn. But you know what? Spike, spin, potato, potato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And also, this is not a replacement for therapy. This it is really is not. Education purposes only. Only. Solamente. So, Solamente. Solamente. So, yeah, we, want, we, we had a lot of questions last time and we didn't want to not discuss. So that's why we're doing a part two. And so if you have any questions, throw them in ye old question mark box or, yeah, you know what I mean. To the right of the comment box, there's a question mark. Click on that bad boy. Submit your questions. It's shaped like this. <laughs> right there, right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. Sorry, okay. I'm like throwing things over here. It's we're on. I'm on one today, man. Wait, we're, your audio tool, your audio changed. Did you unplug yourself? No, I maybe. Hold. Are we back? Yeah, I think so. I, or it's either that or the room's really empty, so it's I can't tell. No, but I dropped the thing. Turn it off and on, maybe. Yeah, hold on. Off. Okay. You know, it might be that the battery died. No, no, it can't. Cause the color, the, I hope you're enjoying this lesson, but the oh. colors are on. So it has to be going. Okay. But now uh, can you hear me now? I don't Here, know. Wait. That's hard to tell. I think it might be your earphones that are I'm hearing. It's like the moment you dropped it, it went to anyways. Here, can I try one other thing? I'm sorry, yes. guys. Let me just unplug, replug. How about now? No. Should I start over or should we just go? Let's just go. Cause okay. I think you know it's okay. It's we'll talk later. The sound isn't really necessarily important at this moment anymore. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Okay. Um, Questions in the question mark box, as Kelly demonstrated. And 
go in the kisser. Okay. Right in the kisser. <laughs> right in the kisser. So forgive me. I don't know if we covered this one, but I don't think we did. That's okay. The question was, um, am I recovered now? I'm trying to figure out when I have arrived, which by the way, I love that when I have arrived. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I have bad news. <laughs> Give it to me, girl. If there is a, an arrival place, I have not arrived there yet. Shit, neither have I. Have I. Know, I know. Or maybe that's good because then I get a little validation that like, oh, okay, yeah. it's not always truly just. Yeah. No, I don't think that there's a finishing point because you've got a brain and it's going to keep going, right? Mm-hmm. It, infinitely until mm-hmm. it's not anymore. So, which, yeah. I have a question totally off top, not off topic, but around OCD stuff. Okay. When you find yourself just mentally totally fatigued Mm. and physically, like you just a long day. Yeah. Do you find that it's easier to resist compulsive behavior that you can be like, you know what? I just, no, can't, I gotta, I'm so tired. I'm so tired that your brain just says, no, no. Not doing it. Yeah, I, I've certain I've certainly had that experience. I think I've seen people have that experience. I think, yeah, it's at a certain point. It's just like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, right, right, right. Not even going there, brain. Thanks, brain. But, yeah, for sure. But then again, also being really tired can be a point of being triggered, right? So. Oh, absolutely. If you're. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't slept well and (laughs) no, not a good place. No, it's not a good place. I agree. Um, okay. And for all of you who are new to purely OCD, just so you know, I, we've gotten a lot of requests I've noticed during our feed about particular content. Like right now I saw our OCD, a bunch of people submitted about sexual orientation OCD. And if you go to Lauren and I's, um, IGTV, you can actually see that we've covered all of those topics. So mm-hmm. enjoy. Enjoy. And that doesn't mean we won't cover them again in the future. No, but absolutely. Yeah, but we try to keep them so that people can come back and, and listen to them and, and hear the answers to the questions that you have, because chances are if you have that question, somebody else does. Um, we also have a YouTube channel where you can check us out. Purely I forgot OCD. to post. But that's okay. I think right. it's going to be okay. I think. No promises. No what? No promises. No promises. It's true. Okay. Um, So, do we answer that question thoroughly enough? I think. I think so. How do you know when you've arrived? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I don't know. And I also, I'm gonna throw out. I also don't know that it's important. Even if there was an arrival spot, and certainly there's a level of suffering that's less than, you don't really need to know that you're there. Right. And if you feel yourself kind of trying to figure out whether or not you have arrived, yeah, chances are it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Warning. Cuidado. Oh my gosh, we're really trying with the Spanish today. I know. I, pr- I appreciate us for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
even though we're probably just murdering yeah. that beautiful romantic language. <laughs> I never took it in school. I took French. Um, you're doing great though. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that, and everyone's recovery looks different. So if you find, if this person who's asking finds themselves looking up, you know, what other people's recovery looks like, mm. well, you know, like, again, I think everyone looks very, very different. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, the other question is, could I be telling, I mean, could telling myself there is nothing I can do about it during my ERP reassurance? That was just a kind of may not be related, but I thought it was kind of a interesting yeah you want to you want to take the lead on that one um, it's it's tricky because the person's not in front of me and obviously they're not our client so we would typically ask a lot of follow-up regarding yeah. this yeah. um but if you are doing it to in any way neutralize or get rid of your anxiety then yes it is yeah right um, I'm trying to think about how this could be done in that way. Well, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I can do about it being like, oh, well, I can let go. It's fine. I don't have to do anything more because there's nothing more I can do. And oh, well, right. that kind of thing. Sure. I think mostly not, but I'm thinking about it in terms of OCD is an a-hole and it will find literally just about anything that yeah. we haven't even thought of. Yeah. I guarantee you where one day person will walk in my office and I'll be like, yep, of course it did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, generally I think that is like Lauren said, it is a good approach to be like, well. Yeah. Yes. I, I maybe. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't or yeah, I won't do anything more about it. Mm -hmm. I, you're right. Absolutely. Anything, anything can become compulsive. So, but I, if you're doing it to try to avoid an active exposure, right. Yeah. If you, if you're, because you don't want to, I don't know, like if somebody was like, I don't want to tolerate the fact that I might be making a choice to drop compulsivity. Right. Like, yeah, uh, that I'm, I feel better knowing that there's no, like, I just have to do this. And then you realize, oh, wait a second, but I'm making a choice. And then it's like, nope, there's nothing I can do. Right. Like that could be. Yeah, impulsive. definitely. That's a, if we sat here and brainstormed, we'd probably come up with a few others too. Yeah. Um, I think this comes up a lot for people with the maybe, maybe not may or may not, because sometimes people err on the side of, like may not, may not. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally true oh, good. that's why i try i i generally don't say may or may not i just right. say maybe <laughs> like maybe because shoulder shrug the part that we have to get better at tolerating anyway you're good at tolerating that it may not happen you know want it to not happen or i guess the reverse depending on what your fear is but true um yeah I don't think that people need practice tolerating the, the potentially positive outcome. Right, right, right. 
Okay, so moving on. Um, hopefully we covered that one. Um, this one's interesting. I don't, maybe we did talk about it. I'm not really clear on it. And it's not necessarily obsessing on obsessing, but I want to make sure that I'm, because I took screenshots. Um, is it common to feel like you need your OCD? Oh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like either. you need compulsions because otherwise you'll get screwed. Probably. Right. Or without OCD, you don't know who you are. It's an identity issue. Um, yeah. Anyway, sure. if that person is here, please clarify. Please. Um, let's see. Okay, here's a good one. That's obsessing. Okay. I'm obsessing for sure. I'm obsessing over checking if my tinnitus has gone away. Hmm. And then they even put has started 10 days ago, which I love. Because <laughs> the clarification I feel so hard on. Um, right. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a good talking point in terms of like the benign obsessions can be a lot like obsessing on obsessing in a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. Say more about what you mean by that. I guess just more of the, oh, my brain's frozen. I'm like the spinning wheel. Oh, in I the hate it when that happens, Hold man. On. Happens to me more and more frequently. It's bad. Well, it's because I just thought of a different thought. What were we talking about? I swear uh, to God. Tinnitus. Uh, no, I <laughs> believe me. That's where we're at. easily been me. I uh, didn't even, I like lost what we were talking about. It's okay. I think it's oh, normalizing. I really hope that for everyone who's listening, because it happens to both of us all the time, it's okay if your brain just, just loses Freezes. it. Loses the thread totally. It's like, huh. Where were we? That's weird. Yeah, so blind <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Five times a day now. It's real. This is aging people um, in the act. Also, it's drier than all get out in Southern California right now because of Santa Ana's. So that's why I'm guzzling water. I just needed everybody to know that. Yeah. Please continue telling me about how the nine obsessions are similar to obsessing on obsessing. Mm. Well, because you can't get rid of them, right? It's like, or just like your thoughts. You can't get rid of <clears throat> intrusive thoughts. They're not going anywhere, yeah. right? And I think if we're talking about obsessing, if we're conceptualizing obsessing on obsessing as this worry thought that what if these never these thoughts never go away and really hyper aware and paying way too much attention to every intrusive thought that is occurring, then I guess that's where I see the parallel is that absolutely yeah. something like tonight is like you're you're looking for it and it's like the reality is well if you do have tinnitus you have it it's not going anywhere there's no cure for tinnitus you have to fully accept and accept it yeah yeah no I think you're spot on uh, in that completely that if you're just taking like uh, I don't know why this one's my favorite but the ability to see your nose and your periphery right? mm -hmm. that now I see it yeah, I know. It's my favorite. Hello, there you are. Hello. Uh, I was worried. My nose had gone. It's not. It's there. So <laughs> the ability to see that constantly in your periphery and worrying that you're not going to be able to stop 
thinking about it. It is obsessing about obsessing. It's the same as, so like neutral sensory motor, that kind of stuff. Right. I'm with you. Okay. It's a lot of acceptance. So much acceptance. It's one of those, um, you know, this and obsessing on obsessing. It's just one of those uh, variations where it's just going to be a lot of mindfulness. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Willingness to have the thoughts. Absolutely. Yep. Um, it, friend. Okay. You too. This one. Bam. Boom. Boop. Okay. Mm. <laughs> By the way, we're amassing questions in the question mark box too. If we need any. Okay, this person says, um, I think we've, now I think we're going out of the obsessing on obsessing, um, but I think maybe it's worth going through these. I'm sure they can all fit somewhere. Should okay. we do a few of them? Sure. Okay. So this person says, um, obsessing that your thoughts aren't ego dystonic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just another variant on what if I don't even have OCD, right? Yeah, the doubt and denial. Yeah. Like, what if this isn't? Maybe I do really yeah. enjoy these thoughts. How do I know that they're upsetting to me? I don't even know my own values. Right. Well, and then there's the thing that it's not always ego-dystonic, really. That's such a, we talk about this so often in the world of OCD, mm -hmm. but the reality is that sometimes you may actually be really pissed at your child when you're yelling at them. So, you know, yeah, maybe the, the, the flash of murdering them is not in line with your values, not something that you want to actually do. But that doesn't mean that, that the frustration and the anger is, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's not like. Yeah. The feelings match the facts and the thoughts. It's like right. all, everything aligned perfectly. Exactly. So this idea, like hanging your hat on ego dystonic, I don't know. It's, I don't think that it's the most helpful way to clarify always. Right. Or like I'm thinking about like ROCD right. in particular, because I feel like that one comes up a lot with ego dystonic. Right. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, when it's yeah. worry about whether or not, well, maybe they're being a butthead. Maybe they are being a butthead. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you do don't that. like something about your partner. That's absolutely, that's such a good, yes, that's, thank you. And, and people let you down, you know, it's just a matter of time and they're going to annoy you because that's what we do, humans. Yeah. Although I'm sure I ask Lauren regularly, am I annoying? <laughs> <laughs> that's weird because I've never asked you. <laughs> so anywho, anywho, unrelated or related, um, what was I saying? Mother of God, I did it's, it again. It's, it's okay. It's the week of this. It's the week of forgetting what you were saying. Well, you get the point. Is that sometimes people are gonna, 
bother you, that doesn't mean you need to leave them. And it's not, certainly not <laughs> ego dystonic. No, but it isn't ego dystonic, right? It's like you are annoyed. It's just the amount of attention that you're giving to the annoyance and how like the, the interpretation of the annoyance, the, well, what if that means, what if the annoyance itself means that I shouldn't be in this relationship? But I don't think of that as, I don't know, I have, I have a hard time there. Like the ego dystonic piece, it just doesn't really fit. It's like you're, yeah, okay. When you look at it from a values perspective, the interpretation where we get to the what if, it's, I guess, kind of ego dystonic, right? Like if you're saying, what, what if this is the wrong relationship because I'm annoyed at my partner and values wise, it is kind of not in keeping with your values. So I guess is technically ego dystonic, but yeah. But for, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't say that people who are necessarily with doing their own kind of exposures without an OC specialist would be able to kind of differentiate. So totally. So uh, the moral of the story is (laughs) you do not have to get too caught up in the ego dystonic of it all, because that can, that can be a sticky point of like, Oh my gosh, but do I dislike this enough? It's like, and we don't know. And what did that one person just say earlier? Hmm. There's nothing I can do about it or. Um, yeah, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I guess not. I yeah. don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um, so this person says being um, unable to answer all of OCD's questions, how it seems like proof your obsessions are true. Being unable to answer all of OCD's questions. So uncertainty is proof that OCD is true? Am I getting that right? So here's the thing, though. When you take screenshots, it doesn't... Give the... Yeah, yeah. So I can't tell if it's like a continuation of a previous person's question. Um, Okay, one more time. Okay, so being unable to answer all of OCD's questions, how it seems like proof your obsessions are true. So if you don't answer the answer the questions, then you, you feel like it's answer. true. Yeah. Right. Right, or figure it out. Right. When yeah. that's really just exposures. That's what we're... Yes. I think so. So it will feel true. Well, I think that the, the, the general fear is that OCD, that, that OCD is going to keep saying is it's, it, you're wrong. You're and lying I'm right. to yourself. <laughs> yes, totally. So I think when, when this person is saying that you, like, you don't really like what if I don't really have OCD because I don't have all of the answers to OCD's questions that's just OCD I mean that's <laughs> I, I'm not trying to give reassurance no, to no. this person nor direct advice because I can't but like I know but, but it's the, just that such a describes OCD right yeah yeah there is no answer to really anything so yeah no certainty no certainty 
Good job. Okay. Yes. And for all of you out there, good job for holding on while we're yeah. like tumbling <laughs> through this live. <laughs> Anyways, we're um, off the rails, Toodle. It's fine. It's totally fine. Toodle belongs off the rails. And for totally. those of you who don't know Toodle, it's a great kids book. You should probably read it. It's Maybe. very uh, upsetting. So. <laughs> if you go back to the first episode that we did, I think we talked about Toodle. Which we is talked about we Toodle. Frolicking Toodle. in the tulips in the field. Yes. And then they're like, no. Back don't. on the rails, Toodle. No, don't do don't, that. Don't get back on the rails. You yeah. stay on the off the rails. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today is a oh, really rock one. It's uh, no, I'm with you. I'm so with we you. also don't have like our regular structure. It's throwing me the F off, man. <laughs> like I'm like, Oh, change. What are you talking about? Change? No, let's not do that. Yeah. You yeah. weirdo. My okay. brain's barely working these days. So it works out. <sighs> okay. Here's one. Mm-hmm. Obsessing about your own beliefs, morality, feelings in response to intrusive thoughts. I think that goes into the the doubt denial. That actually could be part of the one we just answered, to be honest. It kind of feels that way. Yeah. Not the one that we just, just answered, but like the one the, before it. A few. Yeah. Yeah. Back. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. The uh-huh. idea that it's not ego dystonic the idea that you like it that you're into it that yeah right yes and then this is the final one and then we can probably answer some questions for you guys um how to stop obsessing about why i don't oh well this is the same thing right how to stop obsessing about why i don't feel bad or sad in response to my obsessions it's the same yeah and you can't stop obsessing. Bad news. You can stop compulsing, but you can't stop obsessing. Yeah. So, so that's a wrap on those. Bring it on in, you know. I'm going to have all of the obsessions. Yep. Ow. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Do we have any questions submitted? Yeah, so many questions. Oh, man. Okay. Um, let's see. Hopefully we have good answers. I hope so. I can't see any of them again. What in the world? So it's like tap a response to show it on screen, but it doesn't show me what it is. So it's going to be sort of a free for all. Uh, Please keep in mind, we're trying to keep it on topic. So we may not answer your question if it's not on topic. Now I'm going to play Russian roulette with this. I love it. Oh, that's again, off topic, but well yeah kind of kind of kind of not right is hocd so um or you know we're trying to switch over the naming is sexual orientation ocd real or is it denial boy i'll tell you what this one this content in particular has a really strong denial piece sometimes well, well you know they why it do, is but... but no but the, because the word denial comes up so frequently when it comes to That's sexual it. orientation right like, they were living in denial that yes. i think that that word really hooks in it does this particular subtype and the the reality is that people want to know this of course they're like is it hocd or, or socd socd oh. 
or is it denial? And the answer is we don't know. We can't know. If you want, if you're trying to figure out with certainty that it's denial, you're stuck. Right. And if you see an OCD therapist and in the first session, they tell you, we're not going to try to figure this out. Please don't run out of the room. Yes. They're just being a good therapist. Okay. They are. Good point. Okay. So I think that's, in terms of that one, you guys can, that person can check out our already. Yes. On on sexual orientation OCD. Okay. Uh, Is it possible to recover alone? I don't have support of family or friends. I mean, this isn't necessarily. Yeah. Well, if they're obsessing on obsessing about like, as my, am I going to get better? Yeah, that's fair. Although I, I love feel like that I'm we... just like dismissing all of them and you're like, oh, that could fit. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Well, but here's the thing. I feel like if I answer it, I'm giving a little bit of reassurance if that's in fact their obsession. But right. for sake of argument, I think can... it's a quick answer. Well, can we, can we say it in a way that's not necessarily totally reassuring? Can we just sure. maybe note that it's, there's no circumstances, I don't think, in which recovery is not possible? I think you flipping nailed it. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Yeah. You nailed Absolutely. it. Nailing life. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. Wait. Hold on. I, I accidentally was going to add somebody else to the live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Sean's I'd be like, here. We should, I, I'm pretty sure I just mispronounced Sean's name. Sean Chinook. Chinook. I, I feel like such a bad friend because... <laughs> I thought I saw him. Never mind. Could be was wrong. he here? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I think he said he was going to try to stop by, but. Well, if you're there, Sean, hello. Is it possible to recover alone? Wait, that's the same one. New question. Yeah. Is it common to have thoughts that everything you do is a compulsion? Ooh, yeah. So that's certainly where it kind of pops into the obsessing about compulsing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what if this is a compulsion? But what if this is a compulsion? Maybe this is a compulsion. And then freaking out because you don't want to do compulsions because you want to get better. Great question. Yeah. Gemini. Gemini. Gemini fire. Yep. My daughter's a Gemini. Just saying. Is she? Yes. She sure is. Little G, a Gemini. Little G. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is really the uh, the crux of it right here. Yeah. Any any other things to add? Mm, no, not really. I think you got it. Is it a good idea to deal with intrusive thoughts by acknowledging but not accepting it? I don't know what deal, like, what does deal mean to deal with intrusive thoughts by acknowledging? So just saying like, okay, you're there, right? That's mindfulness, but yeah, but not, isn't, isn't that acceptance? Well, but that is acceptance. I think what we're talking yeah. about potentially is acceptance of presence versus acceptance of content. Sure. But yeah. So I, yeah, that, that would be my guess, uh, which you don't have to accept that the content is absolutely real. You have to accept uncertainty about it in order to get to 
healthier place with it. Yes. But just noticing that you're having the thoughts and, and accepting that the thoughts are there is different from accepting that the thoughts are true reflections of reality. Yep. Well said. Thank you. Um, somebody asked the Gemini asked a question back. Let's see. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. So, and we actually talked about this a little bit last time, um, which uh, we're happy to chat a little bit about it again, but if you want to watch our last live on this, it might be helpful to you, but I just, I've been talking a lot. You go. Okay. So is the best way to deal just to deal with the uncertainty that it may be compulsion? So yeah. It's basically just pick one. Like if you if it's coming down to a choice of like, do I turn the fan on or turn it off? And just let's just do it. Let's move quick, 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 yep. quick. And yep. and then what we live with the uncertainty of you know maybe this was a compulsion and maybe not. Yep. And if it's in terms of like you know you're just catching you're trying you're almost your brain is so loud that it's just noticing every potential intrusive thought and compulsion. Then it's just kind of trying to pull back and, and loosen the white knuckle grip to it and just let it pass by. Meaning let's do mindfulness exercises more. Yeah. Yeah. And also accept that maybe I'm going to do a compulsion. Oh, of course. Yeah. Always over and over again. Yeah. I forgot that one. Thank oh, you. No, I, I think you nailed it. Okay. Um, got more. Is there any tips you could give us to accept the uncertainty? Well. That's pretty broad. Yeah, I think all of our treatment is that. Yeah. So it's very hard to say, you know, exposures. Yes. That's a really good point. I mean, that's the... That's the way to learn how to accept uncertainty is through exposure work. Mm-hmm. I think accepting uncertainty is just the same as not taking any action in the face of uncertainty. Right? Like that's the, so. Mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just noticing it without, without doing anything. Yeah. Right. Allowing it to be there. Not judging so, it. Yeah. Not judging it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like mindfulness gets so, uh, I don't know. No, I've just been noticing so. it a lot lately that it gets very much like, it's so over, it's so thrown around. And so, I don't know, it's such a buzzword, right? And mm-hmm. has been for a while that when people hear it, they're just like, okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like at first it was like, oh, this is like a religious thing. And and then they all freaked out. But then, you know, over like a five year or so, seven year span, maybe even 10, because it still happens. But <clears throat> that now it's just like, well, okay, yeah. I'm like, no, really though. Yeah. It's all about that. It's <laughs> so much about that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> like we can't do like, really great effective mental rumination type exposures without you understanding the concept that thoughts are coming into your brain that you can catch them or note them right and that you can be the objective observer of without yeah taking right. bait and run with it right yeah agreed well said friend yeah
Thoughts on treatment refractory OCD. I am going to treatment at McLean in the fall, but peer support folks have told me that treatment, I, oh, refractory doesn't exist and no OCD is worse than others. What is re treatment refractory? I'm sorry. Like the idea like that, it, uh, that OCD doesn't respond to treatment. Like that there is a level of OCD or some cases of OCD that are, are incapable of. They're treatment resistant. Yeah, exactly. Treatment refractory, <laughs> treatment resistant, same deal. Um, I, I don't, I think to say that someone is treatment refractory or treatment resistant is to say that you know the future. Right. And I think that that's unfortunate. Somebody might say to somebody, you're treatment resistant or you're treatment refractory. And not that I'm, I don't necessarily know that that's the case here. Um, I think the fear that you might be, you might not respond well to treatment is exactly what we've been talking about, right? Obsessing on obsessing. But yeah, I, I think, I don't know that I believe that not like some people struggle with more uh, believing their thoughts more rigidly than others, I would say. I don't think one subtype, like the, of the subtypes that we talk about, I don't think one is stickier than the other. It's a matter of... It depends on the insight of the client, quite honestly. It doesn't really yeah. matter the content. Yeah. But I think actually uh, the work is based more on willingness than on anything. And so if you're willing to take leaps... I, I believe that recovery is possible. Yeah, I think it is willingness that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just really being will, willing to take some type of a step. And for some people, you can see in treatment is kind of like you hit a wall because that person might not be willing for whatever reason, right? Like we don't have any judgment over that. That's... Yeah. That's, I think we've all been there. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, well, this is as far as I want to go. And that's okay. You know, that's totally up to the person. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's lots of other factors involved, you know, like dual diagnoses and are we dealing with other, you know, just are we dealing with other factors other than OCD? Um, but you're going in. Oh, no. Oh, what? Kelly. Oh. I lost you. You did? Yeah. You were saying, um, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. That's okay. Where were I'm you sure just now? I was just saying, it. I don't think, like, don't give up hope, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Yeah. I I totally agree. There's There's hope. And willingness, I think, is what you were talking about, too, is that, yeah. And people's time frame all looks different. You know, some people get sure. better in five years, you know, and some yeah. people get better in six months. Yeah. And everywhere in between and after and before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
it's all, when we talk about getting better, what we're talking about is not doing as many compulsions. And that's really a matter of practice. It's a matter of facing down the things that cause you fear without doing anything in response. And so anyone's capable of doing that. It's not like it takes a special skill set per se. It just takes repetition and willingness. So I think ultimately, when we're talking about obsessing about obsessing, we have to accept that we don't know what's going to happen next. And that includes with regard to treatment. So, yeah. Why do I keep clicking the go live with other people button? Okay. It would be fun to do that. Okay. We should do that. Yeah. I've reached out to other OCD and it takes toll sometimes. Do you also get overwhelmed sometimes? Um, reached out. You mean like uh, that you've had other variations of OCD or... I don't, I don't know exactly what they mean by I've reached out uh, maybe other people with OCD. What was the question though? Cause it cuts off for me. I have reached out to other OCD and it takes toll sometimes. Do you also get overwhelmed sometimes? Well, I can tell you that I do get overwhelmed sometimes. Yes. Oh, other OCD patients. Um, yeah, absolutely. It can feel very overwhelming. Life can feel very overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I was um, going to say, it doesn't take much to get me overwhelmed. No, no, it's lately um, with that, with that. Well, because there's a lot going on. If yeah, yeah, living living a life. Um, but I, yeah, can can OCD feel overwhelming? Absolutely. Having a lot of intrusive thoughts, having to practice not doing anything in response to them, especially if you're not used to that. Yeah. But so, but they're saying I've reached out to other OCD patients and it takes a toll sometimes. So are we talking about like burnout or are we talking about OCD? Oh, that's a good, good follow-up question. Do you mean helping others taking like a advocating? toll or getting overwhelmed by OCD itself? Good, good clarification point. The answer is yes to all the above. And that's why. Um, I get overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. Trained <laughs> professionals, you know, like ourselves who we went to a lot of schooling and yeah. we've done a lot of practicum hours and a lot of intern hours and tons of supervision so that you can learn how to not burn out and how to do self-care and have boundaries yeah. and um, know when you need to take care of yourself. Which trick question, but kind of a good question is what's harder setting boundaries or doing exposures? Yeah, it is a good trick question because they're the same thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> they can true. Be. Sure. I was For thinking more of like codependent. I feel like the boundary setting is exposure uh, work. That's all I'm saying. But I, For sure. That was my thought on the trick question. What, did, what were you thinking? Oh, I was just going to say in terms of like setting boundaries for the first time mm. with people is very hard. I've noticed. Mm -hmm. And then doing exposure work is also very hard. I feel like those are the two hardest things. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think my, my only uh, follow up to that is I think they're both hard because they are both facing a fear. Yeah. 
exposure could be fear of anything, but when you set a boundary, there's oftentimes fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Totally. That is not or fun. judgment. Right. Judgment. Social anxiety stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. By the way, I have no idea what time it is. We have a few minutes and then okay. we're done. I'm going to let you be the timekeeper. We'll probably take one more. How about that? Oh, yeah. That's not a question, though. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. OCD attacks. It's tough. Question mark box. Okay. Okay. Well, we kind of addressed that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so OCD is a subtype of OCD. Oh, well... We can talk about in another, um, and we have talked about sexual intrusive thoughts in other episodes. If you'd like to check out the past ones. Sorry, I can't see any of these before I click on them. Right, right. And then I'm, okay. That, I mean, this is, we've already kind of covered. Um, so all I see is I'm afraid that I like the thoughts and then it feels like I want them for a short time. And, and then, then I'm convinced that I am that person, even if I don't want to think about them. Right. So like pedophilia OCD. Right. Um, yeah. Is my really first harm OCD. thought. Yeah. Harm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously we know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's, so. I think, kind of what we talked about before, right? That with the ego sin versus dis. Yeah. Yeah. And if you check something long enough, uh, guess what's going to happen? It, okay. It's going to be, you're going to think that it's happening. Yeah. Or that you like it or, yeah, you're going to doubt it anyway. Right. It's just, it's no different than someone who is stuck on checking the locks several times because they've looked so many times that they don't trust their own eyes yeah and then they have to get someone else's opinion yeah okay yep. last question yep last one i am feeling better after four months of therapy but now i'm doubting that i have ocd at all tips for dealing with this so we did talk a fair amount about this last time we did um i have an article on this i would advocate for reading that because I, I do my hope is that it's helpful. Yeah, it's OCD or it's doubt, denial, and OCD yes. on OCDLA.com's website. Website, the blog. One of my faves. Oh, thanks, friend. It's really good. Um, thank you. But yeah, I think ultimately we can't give you direct advice. But what we can say generally about this idea of doubting OCD is that for most people, it's part of the experience of having OCD. Yep. So, um, you're, you're still going to have uncertainty around it and, uh, yeah, it's tough. Right. And can we accept that uncertainty Yeah. as you proceed through treatment that maybe it isn't? Yeah. Yeah. It's an important part of, uh, walking through. And lastly, refer to your therapist because I'm sure that they will be a great uh, fountain of wisdom for you. I almost said fountain of youth. 
by the way. Oh, you like them? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. What? There's, if you saw them in real life, you'd be like, oh, my gosh. As the kids say, IRL. <laughs> What's that? In real life. Oh, is that, they use that acronym? I had to look it up. <laughs> well, obviously I would have, but thank you. Um, yeah, well, Urban Dictionary for 30 and over. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's a thing. Yeah, in real life, you would see that they are a mess. Actually, yeah. my client had this color. I've been looking for this color forever, and I got it, and I was like, I shouldn't do this. I'm a therapist. And then I was like, what? I'm definitely doing it. <laughs> what is going wear the on? the same nail polish as your client? No, no. It was like, because it's so bright. Oh. I know. Well, yeah, no maybe it's colors. lost. It's yeah. Remember what we said <laughs> about red. <laughs> the superstitious OCD. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched it, it's yeah. quite good. So, so you guys, thank you for being here as always. And uh, I don't know that we know what we're doing next, but we'll keep you posted. And yeah. sayonara. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not therapy, nor is it intended as a replacement for therapy. If you need further support, we encourage you to seek treatment with a registered professional who specializes in OCD. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear what you think. Feel free to leave us any feedback by reviewing us on your podcast app of choice. You can find past episodes on our website at purelyocd.com. Remember, this podcast is for you, so please let us know what you would like to hear. We want to make our message as helpful as it can be. We hope you will join us in the future as we continue our discussion on all things OCD. OCD.